0: Once again, we always go back to the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ. We always go back to the Quran of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help find some peace, some uh, some hope, some consolation. Once again, in our deen, there is no concept of hopelessness. Inshallah, next week we'll go through, I have uh, something in mind for next week Inshallah, that there are the word qanata yaqnutu, uh, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, la This means that to become completely hopeless in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are six places in the Quran that Allah talks about hopelessness, inshallah, we'll talk about this uh, next week. But today, inshallah, I wanna talk about something from the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when we reflect on the whole Ghazza situation, we find ourselves in a similar situation just like Rasulullah sallallahu we can see in his seerah. So we're talking about in the Makkan life. Often we talk about the Madani life of the Prophet sallam, but let's go into the Makkan life of the Prophet. Sallallahu and there were three long years, three very, very difficult years, which was considered as the boycott years. These were the three years where the Muslims were economically, financially, socially boycotted from everyone else. And there was a, an agreement that was written. And hung on the door of the Kaaba that going for the next three years we're going to uh, uh, You know separate ourselves from the entire Muslim community and I want you to understand that at that time Muslims were very few in number This was already a time where some of the Muslims had already gone to Abyssinia and so forth So whatever remaining Muslims you have compared to the rest once again the Muslims They are considered as a minority. There is no military power in Mecca. Military power happened in Medina. So here the Muslims, all that they can do, all that they can do is they can only put their trust and hope in they're, they're trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and any other person at that time who's considered as a non Muslim. There were some non Muslims who, who did stand up for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the point is that when you look at our current situation, just like Muslims, they were, they were in fewer in number compared to the rest. Today we find ourselves compared to the rest, very less in number. Even though today, wallahi, is sad to say this, but even though Muslims may account for almost a billion people on the face of this earth, the reality is that we don't act like a billion. Our strength is not like a billion. That's the reality. But we find, once again, going back to the Seerah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and just like he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there were certain individuals in his life, such as a man named Mut'im bin Adi, a man who stood up for the Muslims, a man who said that I'm going to stand here and I'm going to support them because what what is being done to them simply on the basis of religion is not right. Today we find a similar situation that there are many people who are not Muslims. They are either Christian, they are either Jewish, They're not Zionists, they're just simple Jewish people. And not only that, but even people who might not even believe in any God. These are people who are taking the streets. These are people who are saying, we stand with our Palestinian brothers and sisters in Gaza. They are the ones who are speaking up. And though everyone else who's on the opposite side, they're saying that they are supporting a certain militant group and so forth. it, It makes it, once again, everything is very clear. This has nothing to do with any militant group. This has to do with humanity. This has to do that when you see children, when you see babies, just last night, just yesterday, they bombed a, 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 a hospital, they bombed a, an ambulance. Why? Because there were certain they, they were saying that there were certain people in that ambulance. When you see children and their corpses sitting there and they're bleeding to death and so forth, wallahi the heart cries. The entire world, though they say that there are certain people, that the world is against them and the world is against the Palestinians, the reality is that the entire world, the governments may be against the Palestinian but the overall majority of people are on the side of the Palestinians. One man in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, bin Adi, he stood up for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and not only that but after, now let's fast-forward a few more years and you find the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in a situation where he feels now defenseless. Why? Because Khadija passed away. Why? Because Abu Talib passed away. These were the two defenses for Rasulullah. When the Prophet would go outside, Abu Talib was there to protect Rasulullah. When the Prophet would come home and he needs some psychological uh, consolation, he needs someone someone to be in his side, who was on his side, who was in his corner, it was none other than. Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha. So Khadija was his internal support. Abu Talib was his external support. Now think about this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he took away both supports. Now, did the Prophet ever once think the way many times we may think that I am Rasulullah? I need the support. Why is Allah taking my wife away? Why is Allah taking my uncle away? Rasulullah SAW never ever even thought in that direction. He never even thought anything like this. But he realizes that this is the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Khadija has, is gone. Abu Talib is gone. My defenses are gone. It's as if anyone can now take a shot at Rasulullah. SAW. It is as if. The Mushrikun, the Quraysh, now they can do anything to the Prophet and no one is going to be there to question their actions. Just like today we see that they can, that Israel can go and uh, uh, they can break every single international law, but there is no repercussions. They can break every single international law, but there are no consequences. When Russia does it, There are consequences. When they do it, there are no consequences. So we see the same thing, a similar situation in the life of Rasulullah. And not only that, but after that, Rasulullah decided, let me go to Ta'if. Let me try to go find some political support over there. When he was rejected from there, he came back to Makkah. He called Abu Bakr and he said, I need some diplomatic immunity inside Mecca. I cannot be in Mecca anymore because now they have a free reign, they have a free hand to do whatever they want to me. At that time, once again, Mut'im bin Adi, he stood up and he says, I will provide protection to Rasulullah sallallahu If you were considered as a foreigner and you did not have a strong position in the society, you had to be under someone else's political protection. So the Prophet at that time was looking for political protection. And at that time, once again, Mut'im bin Adi, a non-Muslim man, he came to the aid of Rasulullah وسلم, and he supported Rasulullah Now fast forward many years later and we come now to the Battle of Badr. And at that time Rasulullah Sallallahu he has the prisoners. The Battle of Badr has already taken place. Now you have the prisoners. Mut'im bin Adi is already gone by then. He's already passed away. But the point is Rasulullah Sallallahu what did he do at that time? He said, if mut'im bin adi was here today and he would vouch and he would try to he would try to convince me to let them go and he would speak on their behalf for mut'im bin adi i would have let them go i would let these people go and what the prophet ﷺ is doing brothers and sisters is he's recognizing He's appreciating mut'im bin Adi. Though he's a non-Muslim, he's appreciating him for his efforts. He's appreciating him that when we needed him, he was there for us as Muslims. So what we learn from this, from all this that I've mentioned, and I'm gonna finish on this inshallah, there are several things that we learn. Just like the Prophet ﷺ was in a corner defenseless, we find today our brothers and sisters in the corner, our brothers and sisters in Gaza, in a corner defenseless there's nothing that no, there's nothing there to support them except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just like rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam felt that the entire world now can do whatever they want to me everyone in Mecca can do whatever they want to me just like that today we find ourselves in a similar situation the world can do whatever they want they can break all international laws and all the, they can be war criminals and so forth but there is no repercussions there are no consequences and Likewise, the Prophet is going out looking for support like this, the Muslims, SubhanAllah, Muslims are trying to go out and find support. Forget about people who don't believe in Islam, but even our own Muslim political leaders. Wallahi may Allah give them the ability to understand. And wallah, I hate to say this, but this is exactly what textbook munafiq is. This is what a textbook munafiq is internally you are not you outside you show you are a muslim internally you don't you don't support the muslims this is what our political muslim leaders are doing but then more than this it is important for us that when we see a non muslim a non muslim supporting our palestinian brothers and sisters when we find people who are who are influential people in society, in media, people who are TikTokers, people who are YouTubers and so forth, when they come forward and they support Palestinians, they know very well now, the smoke has been uplifted. Now people are starting to see the truth, that if you stand up and you speak for the Palestinians, your career career could be in jeopardy, your influence could be in jeopardy and so forth. But yet there are people who are saying, I will speak up for the Palestinians. And what is our job as Muslims, because we learned this from, from Rasulullah is that we need to appreciate them for their, for, uh, for their speaking up for us. Well, lie today we don't appreciate them. Yes, we're very quick. We're very quick in sharing things. If you aren't sitting on Twitter, you just retweet it. You're sitting on WhatsApp, you forward it. You're sitting on, on Facebook, you share it again. We are pushing information forward. But just like Rasulullah is recognizing, he is acknowledging, he understands the efforts of Mut'im bin Adi, he remembers Mut'im bin Adi, that when we needed him, he was a non-Muslim, but he was there for us. Likewise, when we find people like this, it does not take a lot of time if you send them a private message. Thank you so much. Yesterday, I was sitting on social media, and there was a lady, I saw a video of hers, she was saying that, when I made, she made a video in support of our Palestinian brothers and sisters, and she said that when I made this video, there are so many thousands of people who sent me private messages thanking me for my for my support. Wallahi, these people, even though they may have thousands, hundreds, and thousands of followers and so forth, but when they send up for our brothers and sisters in Gaza, and though there be other people who will say, you know, they will, they will forward their message they always appreciate private messages. I'm telling you honestly, they appreciate private messages. You send them a DM, you send them a a, a PM, whatever you do, you send them a message, a direct message, a private message, and you say thank you so much that in times like these where people's careers are in jeopardy and your career could be in jeopardy and your influence could be in jeopardy and so forth and you could lose thousands and thousands of followers and so forth but thank you so much for standing up for our brothers and sisters. We need to do this because Rasulullah ﷺ did the same exact thing. So in in this situation that we are in, First of all, just like Rasulullah Sallallahu he never had any military power, but he put his trust in Allah, he always made dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. In a situation like this, we can do those kind of things. There are ways that, you know, once again, make dua, uh, push the word forward, have our trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, do not ever lose hope in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Thank the people who are standing up for us, those who are not Muslims and they are supporting, send them a message telling them, you know, you appreciate them for, uh, for standing up on the side of the truth. And not only that, but you know, always we have to understand and be smart about our money and where we spend our money and so forth. So inshallah, we keep on doing these kind of things and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring the truth to the front. وَزَهَقَ Insha'Allah the haqq will come and the haqq will remain insha'Allah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us strength. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and um, be on the side of our brothers and sisters in Gaza. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that every single person, man and woman, Muslim or not Muslim, who stands on the side of the haqq. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect them. May Allah protect them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aid them. And May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them uh, the best in this dunya. And the akhirah. Amir Rabbil Alameen. Wa jazakumullah khair. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. إن المسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والقانتين والقانتات والصادقين والصادقات والصَّابِاتِ والصابرات والخاشعين والخاشعات والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات the وَالْحَافِظِينَ فُرُوجَهُمْ وَالْحَافِظَاتِ وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ عَدَّ اللَّهُ لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةً وَأَجَرًا عَظِيمًا